You are now tuned in to the True Say Podcast, unpacking age-old questions and concepts we reflexively ignore. In this podcast, we're going to revisit topics to help make the critical connections you may have overlooked. Think Quentin Tarantino meets 60 Minutes, where we start at the end and finish at the beginning. Except, in this podcast, we only need 43. I am your host, True Say. Join me as I provide you with a modern perspective. Let's get started. Actually, before we unpack today's topic, I wanted to take a quick moment to thank my sponsors at Bean Bundle, Canada's newest coffee subscription. It's been great. Ever since I stumbled on this service, I've been able to put my mocha pot to good use with beans they sent me from legitimate roasters across the country. Bean Bundle makes it so easy for people like me who are trying to find their particular roast but don't know where to start. The process is super quick. Just visit beanbundle.com, choose the amount of coffee you want on a monthly basis, medium roast, dark roast, whatever your flavor, and they ship you different beans from their latest roster of roasters on a monthly basis. Best part about being from the sixth side is if you live in Canada, they ship to you absolutely free. And if you sign up using code TRUESAY25, you'll save 25% off your subscription. Now, if you've been rocking with the True Save podcast, listen for your cue to get your hot brew provided by Bean Bundle ready, and let's get into it. Welcome, welcome, one and all. We are back at it again for another edition of the True Save podcast. I am your host, True Say. Listen, I'm going to give you all some homework. I want you all to find one person who you haven't communicated with immediately before listening to this podcast. And I want you to refer them to the True Say podcast because it's True Say Thursday and you all know you need to push the podcast out. Come on. How many of you have at, uh, share the wealth, spread the news, start spreading the news, okay? <laughs> Let people know about the True Say podcast. You obviously come back every Thursday for a reason. And I just feel like it's on you to let other people know that this podcast is out there and it's, it's just there for the right reasons. So with that, thank you once again to all my true sitters for, for coming and attending another edition of the True Say podcast. Um, we're going to do things a little bit different this week. You know what? I was racking my brain. I had a bunch of different questions that were popping into my mind and I just couldn't find the right one. So I said, you know what, let's mix it up for the True Safe Podcast. Let's see how people feel about this. We're literally just going to shoot the breeze. We're just going to shoot the breeze. And I have with me the one and only, my special co-host who you've all been introduced through uh, introduced to sparingly throughout the many editions of the True Safe Podcast. I have, without further ado, Mrs. True Say. Say hello to the people. I am back. She's back. <laughs> no, but honestly, you guys, like, Mr. True Say was trying his hardest to, like, go through a specific topic to present right. to you guys. But at one point, we were just talking and riffing, and we went from talking about the the Floyd Mayweather right. fight to right. talking about aliens. Guys, so we're like, listen, let's just turn this thing on. Let's just, and just talk. Rap. Right. This was rap. Because I've been working so hard at trying to come up with a concept for this week. And it was, honestly, I won't lie to you. There's been a lot of things I've been juggling this week and I haven't had a chance to, yeah, it's a bit challenging to kind of put in the necessary work I typically do to put together the podcast. I said, you know what? 
I definitely don't want to take a week off because I know my true Satyrs look forward to the True Satyr podcast. Yeah. And then I looked over at Mrs. True Satyr. I'm like, you know what? Let's shoot the breeze. I, I feel like it's fair. You know, we're 23 editions in. I think it's fair. I think I've earned a shoot the breeze edition of the True Satyr podcast. So here we are just shooting the breeze. We're going to talk about all the different things we kind of talked about <laughs> over the course of the week, probably, right? Yeah. I wonder where we should start. Like, well, I think we should start with the most, like... The most pressing one? Yeah. The Lloyd Fayweather and the Flogan Mall? <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's my. how upset he was. He couldn't even get their names right in our debate about this fight. So, I guess for those of you who aren't aware of this, for whatever reason, Floyd Mayweather decided to, I guess, agree to do an exhibition fight with this YouTube star, is he even a YouTube star no, anymore? He's like, not he's even not... a YouTube star. He's just an no, internet no. troll at this point. Okay. Floyd gave an internet troll, former YouTube star, former quote unquote creator, he gave this guy the fight of his life, all because he more or less just pestered him and you know I don't want to say peer pressured him, but. You know, like I don't even know, like, because Floyd is a troll himself, so like, yeah, a troll but, against a troll. Like, I don't even think he peer pressured him. But the rumor is right. that Floyd spends his money like crazy, so yeah. maybe he really needed the money for this fight. Nah, I mean, he, so, he, so he definitely does spend his money, but like, as if it's basically going out of fashion. But mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a question of him really needing the money per se. Who knows? When you're when you're a person like Floyd Mayweather, you typically have so much different. Uh, costs associated with your lifestyle. Yeah, that is you. You definitely need an income to maintain that yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, you own an island. Uh, or did I, I make that up? I think you're making it up. I don't yeah? know. I don't know I what I'm s- owning an island. I swear he bought an island. I don't know if he bought an island or not, but mm-hmm. the point is, he definitely has a lot of expenses he needs to cover for, for sure. sure. Yeah, but yeah. So the, the the point of that whole this whole topic, because there's gonna be like a bunch of questions in this edition. Now that I think about it, the point of that whole topic was how is it. That we live in an age where we have, you know, the way I was kind of branding in the idea in my mind or jocking it back and forth was, you know, we have, we're in an information age. We, we have information at our fingertips, but yet we're so easily bamboozled. And then the connection I was going to draw with the Floyd Mayweather, Logan Paul flight was Floyd Mayweather has told us on many occasions he's no longer interested in boxing. Mm-hmm. He's no longer interested in the sport, really. He's interested in making money, hence the nickname or the moniker Floyd Money Mayweather, but yet people are still coming out in droves to watch him fight when he doesn't care about the sport. For On top of that, this whole quote-unquote fight wasn't even a fight. They told you there would be no winner declared. Yeah. They called it an exhibition. It had no impact on either of their boxing records. So it was like basically watching a sparring match, so to speak. And people paid to watch it. Okay, so I I feel like I saw um, I'm gonna comment on what you're saying, but just yeah. this blew my mind. Like he Floyd mentioned that he made thirty million dollars just off the advertisements on his shorts. On alone. his shorts alone. Alone. Yeah. Alone. So I mean, with that being said, it's like okay, I kind of see why he said yes. <laughs> but yeah. I get what you're saying. Like they're basically telling us that this is a scam. Right. We're not. We, it's like we. I feel like collectively inside we knew that this guy wasn't gonna get demolished. Like we knew that 
Logan Paul wasn't going to get knocked out because we knew that Floyd Mayweather isn't a knockout guy. Right. He's more of a technical boxer, as you had educated me about. Because I was one of those people. I was like, oh, he's going to get knocked out. This poor child is going to get destroyed. But no, we knew that that wasn't going to be the case. We knew that wasn't going to happen. Yet so many people, not me, um, paid to actually watch this fight. They took time out of their day that they'll never be able to get back just to be disappointed. You knew this was going to be the outcome. You knew that outcome wouldn't be satisfactory. Yet you wanted to watch it anyways. Like that's I'm trying to understand. Why are we this way? What? Why are we this way? That's what we should have named the podcast. Oh, this that's, the, that's what it should be. Why, why are yeah, we this way? Why are we this way? Forget <laughs> about the shooting the breeze. Why are we this way? This entire edition should be dedicated to why are we this way? Because you know this fight means nothing. Absolutely nothing. Are we so starved for entertainment? And and once again about the whole information age thing, you had YouTube. Disney Plus, Netflix, there's entertainment on demand. Anything you want to watch and see, you can see literally in instantaneously. Yeah. But yet, because you have one fight where the only outcome that people were drawn to, honestly, was the idea that there's a, if you get knocked out. But it would have meant nothing for his career. Like if he got, right. even if he were to be knocked out in this exhibition, yeah. it wouldn't have went against his 50 and 0 record. It would have just been like, uh, not not hearsay, like you know, al- not allegory, but like, what would you call it? Like a, a new story that just circulates for time. On. Okay, so you're saying if he did knock out Logan Paul, like his 50 and 0 record wouldn't, wouldn't be from, touched. Wouldn't go to 51 and 0. Right. Like it, it would not. Or nothing. 50 and 1. It wouldn't go to 50 and 1. No. No, no. I mean, if he if he knocked out Logan oh, Paul, like it would act, it would count for nothing. And, and then if Logan if Paul knocked, knocked him out, yeah. it would yeah, it wouldn't count as a loss towards his record. Like if we Googled him, it wouldn't say it would still say fifty. But the point is it would that's the only thing. Yeah. People would know and people could see that on a national televised event yeah. he was knocked out. Okay. But okay. that's the only thing people were paying to potentially see. But I'm like, at that point, if he got knocked out, you could watch it the next day on YouTube for free. I mean, that that's besides that's the point. True. That's besides the point. Yeah. But the reality is you wanna be there's no I Put it this way. Why are we this way? <laughs> like, listen, listen, like, why are we this way? The reason why I'm trying to get it is this. Typically, people want to be a part of the historic event, right? You want, to be at a, you want to be at a game because it's a part of history. You want to be there in person because, you know, I want to go to the NBA Finals because I want to see that, I want to see that game-winning shot mm-hmm. live and enjoy that moment with, with people around me. Right. Same thing with, like, watching the pay-per-view. I want to be able to see it in real time with people in real time so we can all experience that moment together, right? It's like that's what people buy into, mm-hmm. being able to like live that moment in real time. Watching it the next day, I, I get it. It doesn't give you that same feeling, that same experience, right? Mm-hmm. But when you know that this event means nothing, what is the experience or, or real-time historical event you're trying to see? It, it, doesn't, it doesn't carry that weight, Watching a heavyweight title match with like Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield, that carries weight. Yeah. I can see why people want to pay to see, you know, Mike Tyson knock out or potentially knock out Evander or vice versa. This Flogan Paul and <laughs> Lloyd Payweather f- foolish fight literally bared, it had no significance other than padding Logan Paul's wallet yeah. and padding Floyd Mayweather's wallet. Okay, so don't you find that interesting though? Like, I feel like for the longest time I was calling this guy Jake Paul like I, I it took yeah, me forever to realize that they were like two different people yeah they're brothers but <laughs> isn't that crazy that it seems like his career or 
and has skyrocketed since his previous demise. Or at least he's making more money now than he did before in his YouTube days. Absolutely. And it's now he's getting these huge injections of money because he's a big time troll. Mm-hmm. He lies out the teeth. He's a he's a storyteller. Yeah. He'll tell you he's the greatest at this or he's the first person to do this or he's he has enough of a he's not even he doesn't even have fans. He has people that despise him so much they want to see him more so they can continue despising him. Yeah, he's got that Trump serum. He's got that Trump serum. Man, you come with the wisdom. He's got that Trump serum. Mm. And he's just injecting people with their daily dose over and over again. So people, what I'm hearing you say is like, we as people, we like to root for the underdog and we like to watch the villain? Well, I mean, let's go back to the, let's try and use a a traditional true say uh, formula here. Mm -hmm. We as a society or as a community are always told to pick good versus evil, Mm -hmm. right? And the way we've been institutionalized from age old time is that we want to see the hero prevail, right? Mm -hmm. Now in this day and age, there's been kind of like this reciprocal or this inversion of reality where now we're so much more intrigued by seeing how long the villain can sustain. It's almost as if all we want to see now is that villain eventually get toppled, but we can't wait to see the next villain because the good, that trope of, you know, good prevails over evil is getting tired and boring. Nobody wanted to see Floyd Mayweather win that fight. If you ask me. I feel like the common vibe that I was getting is that nobody wanted to see Logan Paul win. I see, and that I don't believe. I think the subversive underlying feeling across everybody was a, a, there was this unsaid fear that Floyd Mayweather has potential to get knocked out. The fact that he even took the bout put fear into people's hearts that this once undefeated boxing legend could potentially get toppled by a no-name, not a no-name, but a novice YouTuber who's never boxed more than once in his life. Logan Paul had a zero and one record, meaning he's had one quote-unquote professional fight, if you can count it. No, and he fought another YouTuber. So it wasn't even a professional fight. Mm-hmm. Floyd Mayweather has beaten like Canelo and um, what's that other guy's name? Oh. Manny Pacquiao. Did yeah, that ever Manny Pacquiao. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And like real uh, fighters, real, real fighters, people, credible, credible like superstar fighters. Yeah. And you're giving the opportunity to go and step into a ring to a YouTuber. That to me blew my mind. Why are we this way? You are a legend. Yeah, honestly. Logan Paul should not have been even able to get your autograph, let alone step in the ring with you. He shouldn't have even gotten a response to be honest. He should be a fan who sees you and pays his money to watch you box. Yeah. And literally, you walk past him and don't even give him the bat of an eye. You completely just disregard him because he's not on your level. The fact that he did that just once again blew my mind. So that's why people are like, oh, it must be he needed the money. Because why else would he have done that? Yeah. So do you think that there's a possibility that Jake Paul might want to um, get in on this? That there so might Jake be a Paul's already fight? started. No. So Jake Paul's already got the, he's already booked his next fight against an MMA fighter. Enough, you guys. Enough. Like, you, these guys can get hurt for real. I'm hoping they do. I really hope they don't. Like, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Uh, an MMA fighter? What an is MMA the chance fighter. that he said who? I can't remember his name right now. I have to Conor McGregor. No, no, no. It's he not Conor McGregor. He might answer the call still. It's not Conor. Well, he, because his money is, is super low. So he you might answer. So? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't yeah, he just have a fight with somebody? He get... fought Floyd Mayweather. That was the first. That was the first time. Floyd, he... turn off your phone. Thank Stop you. Stop answering every call. That was the first time Floyd Mayweather did something where it was, you could tell it's purely about money. But that was a real fight. But that's because Floyd. Yeah. Uh, that's because um, Conor McGregor. Wow, my memory just skipped me. Thought he was a Don Don and good fighter. It's been a long day. Um, yeah. Okay. Fine. So Jake Jake Paul is fighting this guy named Tyron Woodley. I don't know much about him, but no. he's an MMA fighter. And so Jake Paul, who is being trained in boxing, is going to now train. No, in no, no. M- so this the... MMA fight is in a box. Jake oh, Paul. I was like, okay, you're gonna learn to kickbox. How? Like, in what <laughs> amount of time? No, no, Who's no, your no. trainer? Because these MMA fighters are typically they're mixed martial artists, so they yeah. can do a number of different martial arts. Okay. Boxing, karate, taekwondo, jiu-jitsu, muay thai, all that jazz. But yeah, that's the world we live in. We're in a world now where people can just, <laughs> at the drop of a hat, yeah, you can become a professional in an industry which used to have rules of engagement, right? You needed to first be an amateur. Yeah. You needed to basically win enough bouts to then be deemed and worthy of joining a professional rank. And then when you're a professional, you still need to go and level up through the ranks to even get on the same stages as the Manny Pacquiao's, the Floyd Mayweather's, etc. Now, you can be a YouTuber and... Become a professional fighter. Literally, just just spew pure vitriol on your YouTube channel. Yeah. And, and within months, be fighting a legendary boxer. Listen, all of this, as confusing as it could be, um, or as it is to me, and maybe other people who are like-minded. Mm-hmm. This is very confusing. But let it not confuse you, folks. Let this inspire you. You too can do what it is you imagined. <laughs> this is the time. The time is now. I don't know if the earth is on in this, a random axis. I don't know what's in Mer- Mer- Mercury's <laughs> retrograde. <laughs> but whatever you set your dreams to, if you feel like, you know what? I want to go to space. Go to space, you guys. <laughs> Hit up Jeff Bezos. Apparently, he's trying to go to space, yeah. too. Yeah. Just start tweeting crazy crap to whoever it is that can get you in the door. And yeah. who knows? I think Jeff Bezos is planning to go to space soon. Yeah. You like, could get a seat. Things yeah. that you never fathom because there's just so many crazy things happening. How is that even possible? You went from... This guy went from videotaping somebody's dead body in a Japanese forest to being in a ring with, with an ultimate champion. No lies were spoken. He went Do you from, think he even needs YouTube anymore? You know how much money he no. made off of this? YouTube is simply a, it's just a commercial. It's like a commercial engine for him now. It's just where he goes and posts what he's doing next. Oh, so that he can continue to tell us about his foolishness. Yeah, okay. it's about how, how his life is going. So it's like yeah. So and and just to yeah. just to be fair, like I, in no way am I commending this person for anything. Like what he did was atrocious, and oh, it should absolutely. have never been paid with such success or or whatever. Like we, according to our understanding, like you had touched on earlier. You know, you do something wrong, there right. should be repercussions to your actions, and that right. should be that. And it seemed like in this case, it's like we're used to seeing good prevail over evil, but we keep seeing evil and we're like, okay, when is it going to be taken? When it's now become so intoxicating that yeah. now we're like, we're waiting for his demise. Because when is that? One, once again, going back to the beginning, the one thing that people always love, as you hear, they, we love to see heroes rise, yeah. but we love even more to see them fall. So falling from grace is a very, very, you know, compelling business or is a compelling story. Yeah. People always feel better about themselves seeing somebody else's misery. So it's almost as if we don't, we're, they're waiting, frothing at the mouth to see Logan Paul get his just, get his just to zoo, just his just do. Okay. 
when that's going to happen, nobody knows. If it's going to happen, nobody knows. But at this rate, he's been unstoppable. So is his brother. They and and it's once again what's so interesting about the Jake Pauls, the Logan Pauls, the Floyd Mayweather. They tell you in your face, "I am simply getting rich off of you." Yes. And it's I want you to continue giving me your money because you're going to. Because if I make you happy, you you want to you want to give me your your attention, your viewership. You want to purchase my goods. And when I make you mad and I troll you and I tell you you're dumb. You don't like me telling you that you still consume my content. That is why I refused. I could care if that fight was free, I would not have watched it. Okay, so this is what I heard that Jake uh, Logan Paul yeah. um, is closer to 190 pounds, or he's 190 pounds closer to 200 pounds. Yes. So that would put him in like the closer, closer closer to the heavyweight category, okay, yeah, right? Yeah, Do you think it. that they would ever allow him to fight? A heavyweight boxer. I mean, a professional. Anything is possible. Cause what, what all? If we want to sum this aspect of the edition up, all this fight told us was that money talks. Nobody cared about who was fighting who. All the brands thought about. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather had a OnlyFans hat on, <laughs> an Ethereum shirt. Uh, I don't know, Tyco toys on his shorts. Like the point is, it didn't matter who was fighting. All they were telling folks was that we will quote unquote guarantee you we'll bring in all these viewership to your in the, to to this channel during this time. So if you want your ads to be seen, this is the place to put them because we know for a fact that we're gonna have a bunch of people watching this fight, and essentially that's all it was. So mm -hmm. I think that's why it even went as far as it did because advertisers knew they could get their ads seen. Gotcha. But that's that. So the next. Why are we this way? Question, which you and I have talked about at length, is this? You know, I understand people pursue beauty, and beauty is a very, very important commodity to this life we live in. Mm -hmm. But the Kardashians, in particular, are one example of a family that prides themselves on being "quote unquote" this modern day beauty, right? Mm -hmm. But they all got plastic surgery; their entire bodies are built like Mattel Barbies. So I don't understand why it is they are looked upon as the epitome of beauty when we all know they've had aesthetic surgeries, they've had plastic surgeries, nothing about them is natural anymore. And then they are now basically always deemed the most beautiful people or everybody's always trying to praise them for it. I don't get it. Why are we praising these folks? It's a very good question. I mean, not only did they kind of set the trend for the Instagram look. Right. They have filters that now automatically contour your face. To look like theirs. To look like theirs or just in alignment with this new standard of beauty. Right. But what makes no sense to me right. is the women who've already gotten the surgeries or enhancements and things like that, why are they still using the filter? Thank you. You've already, the filter is supposed to modify you temporarily, right? That's the whole point. You don't want to go under the knife. So you use a digital modification to essentially manifest how you would look if you got surgery. Right. So why is it that people who have actively gone about getting themselves physically redone are still applying filters to their filters? I, like, I haven't, I, I, it's not making any sense to me. Like, <laughs> again, without naming any names, I was on Instagram the other day. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, 
scrolling through. Scrolling, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I see this girl, I see this picture and I'm like, oh my God, like it, like it, it caught me off guard. Like this person didn't even look human. Because I'm like, what yes. the hell am I looking at? And it, she almost looked like an alien because like she had her nose done, but then she used the filter that thinned her nose right. so much so that it was like, girl, you look like you kind of have no nose. Like, why would you? This is a little much. Like, nobody's eyes are that big and nobody's nose that little. that little. Who's it for? Like, why? You already did the, the enhancements. The yeah. yeah, you already did the enhancements. Quote, you quote. have the permanent look. Why are you still putting a filter on a filter? So it's like, what kind of psychosis is going on in the mind of somebody? <laughs> it's got to be. And I, and I don't mean to belittle individuals who have mental health illness and psychosis. I know but there I has to be something to this. But there has to be something going on. It can't be no chemical imbalance. But the point is, there has to be something going on. Whereas you've already taken it upon yourself to get your, you know, to change your physical features. Fair. Yes. Fine. Everybody's entitled to do that. But now, you're para- <laughs> what even bothers me more is you're parading it. Because now it just shows me that you were doing it not for yourself. You were doing it for the extrinsic, you know, influence. Okay. It's, 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 you're doing it for others, right? Because you're the whole point when I see people, they want to look better because it makes them feel better. But you're now you're you've basically gotten all these injections and all these implants, etc. And now you're just parading your your half nude body online for other people to kind of consume those images. Right. So it's like, who, who really was it for? And that's fine. But then on top of that, you have the filters on top of that too to make yourself look even less human? Yeah, like it made, like she kind of looked like a sim. Like at first, I didn't know if she was like a real person or if it was like, you know, one of those little cartoon like ads. Right. Like download this game and make a choice as to what you would do. Catch your boyfriend right. cheat or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like foolish. Like that's, that's what she kind of looked like, like a character. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, it's a real person. Like I clicked on the page because I'm like, I'm so confused at what I'm looking at. I'm like, oh no, you're a person. Right. You just do this for some reason. Like you just right. make yourself look like a mirage. I don't know. I don't know. So yet. for me, I think what was the most disheartening is that the idea is that if you see something that you don't particularly like about yourself, you can change it. Fair. It's at it's your great. fingertips. Yeah. And then once you change it... It'll boost yourself. Yeah. Your self-esteem, boost your morale. Yeah, you're good now. Like, okay, I don't really like how my nose curves this way, so I'm going to change that. Right. I don't really like how my cheeks are so, you know, flat. I'm going to put in some cheekbone implants, whatever it is that you want to do. And you do it, and you're still not satisfied. I think that's what the most disheartening thing was, is I'm like, you're, you're still putting filters, so that means you're still seeing something wrong. So then what is it? That's... And, see, and that's the point, because I feel like... And this is my opinion. You're chasing perfection, but perfection is never going to be acquired. Like, there's gonna always be something about you that you feel is imperfect, and that's that's what's so beautiful about human beings. Yeah. You have to fall in love with the imperfections. That's what makes us all unique. The more you try and curate and change, the, the more the more you take away from your natural beauty, and you start to fit into this picture or this ideal that is unattainable. Man, it was rough, and I. <laughs> slightly off topic I, I also noticed like some people were putting filters on their kids yeah it's like okay guys when when does it end like right you're putting a filter on your baby give them a chance <laughs> why why are we this way you're <laughs> they're infants or they're two-year-olds three-year-olds and you're enhancing their looks do you not think that your child is beautiful enough and if you think so then you should be comfortable with the world seeing your kid the way that you see your child you know i mean yeah you said it perfectly i'm i'm honestly i'm all for the celebrities in particular 
who do what they need to do to keep their child out of the limelight right. to give them some semblance of a quote-unquote normal life yeah but um this whole new idea of putting filters on your kids to me is it's so funny because nobody's thinking about like even these kids and I'm not going even further off topic. Mm-hmm. Even these kids who have become the main breadwinners of their families by way of their social media platforms, yeah. nobody's ever, because you know the advent of social media is so new, seen the long-term effects that kind of stuff has on children. Right. Like we're already seeing that apparently children don't know how to converse in person very well anymore. Mm-hmm. They can't read social cues. They can't read ver- like visual cues as well because everything is so digitally based and, and COVID's virtual. not helping and COVID's right not now helping either, right yeah. now so not only is that already having these you know devastating effects on our the, social skills on our social skills just imagine these kids now who are being taught to think that you're not beautiful you need to put filters on your pictures like i saw um i saw this one little girl gorgeous super cute maybe she was between the ages of three to four at most and i guess the parent uploaded a photo of their child but um, changed their kid's eye color to green. Right, right. And then somebody else must have found the original photo and like put that person on blast. Like, why did you do that? Like, was your right. child not good? And the kid was cute regardless. Right. Green or brown eyes, it made no difference. Like, this little girl was just adorable. But the fact that you went and did that, like, what's wrong with you? Uh, honestly, there's that. I came across another interesting parent child story today as well where a young woman, shouldn't say young, 30-year-old woman decided to dress up like their preteen child and go to their middle school and try and bamboozle the teacher to think that they were their kid. What? Why? Wait. So Trick the, the teacher into thinking that they were their own kid? Yeah, they were their own kid. That was a whole ruse. They were, And they documented it all on TikTok. This is a 30-year-old woman, grown woman. She thought that she, she could pass for a middle She thought that she could pass for a middle schooler and decided to document it for her followers to see. Like, this is what it's turned into for society to make money. The desperation has gotten uncanny. What about that 30-year-old that went to, like, some high school party and was, like, passing out cards with their Instagram on so that they could get followers? They get followers. Something like that, I heard about that, too. There's a number of these adults doing these just bizarre behavior. Why would you want, like, 13, 14-year-olds following you, though? I think... Yeah, because that's the question. Were you anticipating you'd get more adult followers who wanted to watch you go into the schools and pros as a child? What kind of followers are you looking for? There's that. And the vast majority of adults on TikTok, I don't believe, are looking for that kind of content either. Personally, I think that's a dumb way to be considered a sex offender because any <laughs> any unknown adult Breach. around underage children, you're not authorized to be here and you're dressed up. Like, what kind of ruse is this? What kind of sickness is There's this? There's no Call good the coming from that. There's no good coming from that, honestly. Some sometimes you have to think to yourself and like, and sometimes you have to ask yourself, do you actually think these things through? Honestly, if you had to explain, like, okay, this is why I'm on the sex offenders list. I got a little carried away. I was looking for Instagram followers, right. so I decided to go into like. You sound like an idiot. Like this is like, dumb. And this, you know, what's so funny too. This whole idea of like your 15 seconds of fame. It used to be 15 minutes, but it's no longer no, 15 no, minutes. No, no, it's not. Because 15 minutes is too long of a time for you to be remembered. <laughs> and honestly, We're our attention span, attention. yeah, our attention span is not 15 minutes. It's now 15 seconds. Yeah. So, for you, is it really worth your little 15 seconds of fame? 
the amount of damaging like the amount of damage it would do to your representation your future earning potential your ability to walk near playgrounds it's going to be completely removed so why in the world would you go and put that at risk just so you can get your 15 seconds of fame that maybe, ha- maybe you're successful and they won't even have any what's the return on investment you get a few likes and people will re, re- reshare your your video just so you now can no longer work in more places like come on right I don't know. I don't know. You, that sounds crazy to me. You and me both. But just the extent that people are willing to go to, I understand that validation is important. Nobody wants to be lonely. Nobody wants to feel like... Nobody wants to feel unseen. You know? You, yeah. It's important for us to be involved in at least some type of community. Absolutely. And be accepted to some degree. But going to these lengths is like... I, I don't know. It's, it's almost frightening. It's like we should never get to that point where we're so desperate... For some type of human contact or validation that we're one risking our lives, uh, risking our freedom, yeah, yes. <laughs> your dignity, maybe even you know pride, um, and a certain of things. You shouldn't be sacrificing anything that's that great, you know, just yeah. just to get some friends, especially friends you're never actually going to talk to. Like, do that's you think it. this thirty-year-old woman was planning to actually connect with these fifteen-year-olds? No. Probably not. She just wanted them to be available to like her pictures. Like, and that's kind of. And you know, it's, it's true too because obviously we're making a, a judgment call based off of the information that was presented to us. Right. We don't know the before story. We don't know what happened in and around this young, this this adult woman's life and what pushed her into making the choice to go and pose as a middle aged. I mean, a middle schooler. Yeah. I get that. Because, like you said, the desperation is breeding up these bizarre behaviors, and I'm I'm led to believe that you know, it had to have been desperate times, call for desperate measures, or else why would you do that? Now I have a question for you. Did you actually see the video of this one? I didn't even bother watching. My question for you was gonna be like, did she kind of look like a middle schooler? Did she she look young? She looked. She looked. I didn't. I would have to see because the only thing I could see in the thumbnail was her wearing a hooded sweater or hooded zip up hoodie. Hooded zip up hoodie. Wearing a zip up hoodie, yeah, and like she had a nail polish on her fingers. She looked like a pudgy woman, but not. I wouldn't say. I she looked like middle schooler. Did the, the middle school, no. did the hoodie sleeves have holes for the thumbs? I think it did. I'm pretty sure it did. I'm pretty sure it did. But honestly, I didn't even give. I didn't even glorify that wow. video with a view. I was like, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna condone this level of idiocy by watching this video. Okay. But on that note. Um, I want to give my true satyrs their the, the famous cue. Yep, you heard it. That's your cue. Uh, we are coming up on the last nine minutes, so I hope you had your beverage hard or cold. Oh, hard or cold. You know, soft or hard. <laughs> cold or hot. I hope you enjoyed it. And we're going to basically tie up this edition with our closing thoughts on why are we this way? Um, so, you know, we really focus on two, I think, interesting examples. One, the trolldom that we live in where people like Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul can basically present you with pure trash and people are paying for it. And then we talked about beauty and how individuals who will go to the extent of manipulating themselves physically are still not satisfied and need to apply digital manipulation on top of the physical manipulation to present whatever level of beauty they think is necessary to gain the affection of their viewers. So... I think I want to get your thoughts, Mrs. Say, if you can, on, you know, why are we this way? What about that grinds your gears? 
Honestly, I feel like no part of it right now really grinds my gears other than like the kids thing. Like leave the children out of it. You know what I mean? Give them an opportunity to be an opportunity to be better than us. Like don't inflict your own um, self image or like your own poor views of yourself onto your children. Teach them to be better than you, stronger than you and, and accept themselves for how they look you know, because everybody's beautiful, you know, you, that, that saying, like, you're all beautiful in your own way, like, that's a real thing, you all have something unique to share, don't inhibit your children from being able to figure out what that is that they could share with the world, because you feel the way about yourself, go on and, and seek therapy and work that out, like, right? don't photograph your children with green eyes, if they don't have green eyes, it's, it's, <laughs> it's really simple stuff, you guys, and do not go into a school dressed as children to frolic with children that's weird it's wrong it's inappropriate what's wrong with you mm-hmm. unless you have some type of like you know what no i'm not even going to qualify the okay. answer is yeah. no stay off the playground stay out of school <laughs> go to school with your kids to drop them off or talk to the teachers as scheduled <laughs> and go home nothing more and i just want to reiterate Follow your dreams, okay? Logan Paul is out here <laughs> meeting Floyd Mayweather and making millions of dollars. Yeah. There's nothing you can't do. Truth it is. Now is the time. Message. You want to write a book? Just start writing. Just Who cares what it don't says? Don't even finish the book. Don't even finish the book. That might even be a thing. Like, exactly. you might start a trend where it's like, oh, half books. Half All books. the rage at chapters. <laughs> Literally, this story is unfinished. You write the other half and send it to yes. me and I'll publish it. That's, wait, hold on. We might be onto something okay, there. Like, we'll, hold on. We'll, yeah, we'll, let's we'll talk about that. Because imagine, like, we write half a book and it's like, you, the listener, the viewer, you fill in what you want to happen and <laughs> submit your own adventure. It's not a choose your own adventure, eh? It's write your no, own adventure. No, just write how you, you feel the shit end. And then send it to me to publish. To publish, or you just be satisfied in your own house, just knowing that the book ended how you wanted. You can never be disappointed. Yeah, because I'm gonna give you half the book and you finish it off. Whatever you choose to do, it's on you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the power is in your hands. The power is in your hands. Okay, if that ever happens, guys, remember where you heard it first. Yeah, right, patented, copy, copywritten, patented idea. We trademarked it. That yeah, was was, I don't know. We might have. <laughs> we might have a winner. But the point of the matter yeah. is, yes, go out there and do whatever it is. As long as it's not harming yourself or harming anybody else, then I strongly encourage you to go and achieve your dreams. Whatever they might be. I love how you turned this edition into a positive ending. That takes very, very good skill and wit. Um, I think my closing thoughts really just boil down to... I understand that people... I don't know. I don't understand why we are this way. I shouldn't say that. Let me reframe. I don't know, understand why we are this way. Um, I don't quite understand. I, I do have a sense of why people do these random things. Yeah. The one... I think the one thread that we can weave throughout those three examples of like, you know, the Kardashians or people who put filters or the Floyd and Logan Paul fight and this 30-year-old middle school TikToker, whatever you want to call her, they're all doing it for attention or fame. And then I think the corollary of attention is fame is, a, you know, uh, accumulating wealth, making money, right? They, at the end of the day, they're all trying to make some money. So mm-hmm. I understand that money governs a lot of the decisions we make. It governs what kind of jobs we apply for, what kind of shoes we buy, what kind of food we eat. I get it. But to what end? You know what I'm saying? Like, when do you begin to look at yourself and say, what am I really doing now to make this money? Like, I have to go back to the Floyd Mayweather thing. (laughs) I am a 50 and 0 boxing champ, right? 
I just made, I think, 200 million like a couple years ago or a year ago against the Conor McGregor fight. I just made, and then before that, I made another couple hundred million on the Manny Pacquiao fight. So it's like, this dude is rolling in the dough. Like, he should not, like, I mean, you could spend that money off, yes, but the point is, like, what are you buying that you needed another hundred million dollars? And the funny thing about it, which we didn't even get to, the one thing that really grinded my gears, I'm like, how is this person this way? He said he's not in the business of making money. He's in the business of building generational wealth. Who said that? Floyd Mayweather. Oh, okay. He's the same dude that doesn't even go to his kids' baby showers. He's the same dude that has kids by what? How many different baby mothers? I don't know. But the point is, you're not a family man. So to tell me you're actively trying to build generational wealth seems counterintuitive. What do you mean? Now you care about making money for your family, the same family you don't spend any damn time with? He didn't say he was going to build them up characteristics. <laughs> <laughs> He's not building their character. But he is providing a solid financial foundation. And that so, is as good as it's going to get. Listen so. to this. This is what I'm gonna, we're going to close up. <laughs> when you have an idea or you try and choose these buzzwords to go and reinforce why you do the things you do, take some time to actually figure out an argument. Because closing the loop on the Floyd Mayweather talk, if you're building generational wealth, you're going to need to have a generation of people coming behind you who know how to use that money and maintain and sustain it. Yeah. Just leaving people with enough money to do nothing is not smart. And that's all he's planning to do. Leave them with enough money to do nothing. Because he can't spend it all and they won't know what to do with it. So all that's going to come of it is going to go to waste. And that's the point. Why are we this way? We're choosing to basically make these decisions that are literally wasting our future earning potential, wasting our future opportunities, breaking down our legacy, all in the pursuit of fame and money. Yeah. You're changing yourself physically. You're putting your legacy and titles up for, for at risk. And you're actively undermining your ability to be a good mom by basically trying to trying to dress up as a middle schooler just so you can get some TikTok followers. There has to be a moment in time where you take a look inwards and think to yourself, to what end is this behavior really going to carry? What is it going to do for me in the long run? Mm -hmm. Is it going to help me? Is it going to help my children? And if so, have a plan. Don't just do these things on a whim and expect it to work out. For the vast majority of us, that's not the case. For the vast majority of us, we're not going to... Those types of people who are doing those antics are not are never going to make, I should say never, but are most likely not going to make enough money to never run out of it. No. So these frivolous antics are, are really just getting in your own way. And you're right, affecting future earning potential because you've embarrassed yourself in your family name. So, so with yeah. that, thank you, my Trusaders, for participating in the 23rd edition of the Trusade podcast. Why are we this way? I pose a question to you all, and I hope you can bring some matches back next week. Until then, take care. Bye, guys.